I have the sexiest witches of the 15th century. I've got someone being free on a horse. Mm. <laughs> Is this the same story? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Date Fight. It's the 5th of December and Date Fight is a podcast where we take historical events and we compare them to see which are the most important, which are the funniest, which are the most exciting and which are the best. He's Nat Hadley, I'm Jake Yap and he's winning 4-2 so far this week and I'm okay with that. Uh, we'll have a forfeit on Sunday. I've never the, seen a The face. look was, yes, horrendous. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to look quite so... I have never been happier about anything. Continue. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with round one. Round one! I'm taking you back to December the 5th, 1360. Wow. And a new coin is created. A new mm. currency. The French franc. Ooh. Do you know him? French franc. <laughs> I love him, eh? Don't talk much. Uh, Louis the German. It was, <laughs> it was a gold coin, uh, and it was introduced to pay the ransom of King John II of France. Uh, and it showed him on the coin on a richly decorated horse. Yeah. Well, that's why they're ransoming you, because you keep boasting about your richly decorated yeah, horses. idiotic move with your solid gold coins. Um, it, oh, I'm really poor. You don't want to ransom it me. It meant franc à cheval. Uh, uh. That was the name it had. It meant free on horse. Free on horse. Uh. And uh, on the other side, it gave the king's title as Francorum Rex. Mm, king, king of the Franks. Franks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Best Frank. Yeah. I mean, is there a better Frank? Spencer. Lampard, Skinner. <laughs> Frank Spencer, was he Frank Frank Oram Rex for you? Um, Probably, to be honest. Of those three, yes. Sinatra, though? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just to give you its full brief history. Thank you. Um, it was reintroduced in 1795 in decimal form, um, because previously it was like the, the like equivalent the to it. It was like tied to another currency in value, so it right. kind of fluctuated. Then they decimalised it, and after two centuries of inflation, it was revalued in 1960. So it did quite well, 1795 mm. to 1960, with each new franc being worth 100 old francs, and they never enjoyed that, did they? Uh, and then the euro came in in 1999 for accounting and 2002 in terms of actual currency and coins. Mm. And that was the end of French <laughs> Frank. <laughs> and King for now. John. King John and his horse. Yeah. Well, in which case, um, I think we should go back even further than that. Do it. To the 5th of December, 1082. Wow, you go back far. The assassination of Ramon Berenguer II. Oh. Ramon Berenguer was one of the two dukes of Barcelona, who were also essentially kings of Catalonia at the time. Okay. He was the son of Ramon Berenguer I. Okay. And he had a twin brother with whom he was meant to share it, called not Roman Berenguer, but Berenguer Roman. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? I am absolutely serious. His twin had the name the other way round. Uh, Ramon was called the Tau-headed because of his head of hair. I don't know what Tau-headed means, but that was no. the only translation of it I could find. Cap de Stopes was the Spanish phrase. Okay. It means head of Tau. Feel free to help out on Twitter with that one. Yeah, if anyone knows what any Taus are, just uh, drop yeah. us a line. It's at date underscore fight. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway, in 1082, he was out hunting when he was murdered by people hired by his brother, so his brother could have all of Catalonia. Oh. However, he was succeeded by his son, Ramon Berenguer the <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> who then sent his uncle into exile. Anyway, the reason, the fact that they existed, means that we have Catalonia existing as a 
idea as an entity. Uh, he was also Count of Provence because that made up part of it at the time because it crossed the Pyrenees. Um, but it's given the uh, uproar in Catalonia over the last few years, I think the existence of Catalonia is important for our modern day. Yeah, it is. Mm. I'm thinking you probably won that one. Yeah. Well, well French although Fry. a French... Well, that doesn't exist anymore. As you said, you said the Euros surpassed it at the end. Yeah, well, you know, so is Ramon Berenguer. Ramon That's all right, you can have oh, a point. No, I don't want, I don't want a sympathy Pity point. point. Five, two. Happy birthday to Christina Rossetti, who was a poet who wrote about Goblin Market and wrote In the Bleak Midwinter, so any time now you'll start singing her words. And Gustav Holst's music, I think. It's, that's the best Christmas carol. Just yeah, do that one. everyone agrees, I think. Happy birthday to Walt Disney! Hey! Anti-Semitic mouse botherer Walt Disney. <laughs> um, also, happy birthday to Alf Dubs, Barrow Dubs, who was, uh, maybe still is, a Labour MP and was Lord Dubs. He was in the Kinder Transport and and, uh, oh yes, has been head of the Refugee Council for many years. Yeah, happy amazing. birthday to you, Alf Dobbs. Can I just shove yeah. a quick question under you? Yes, you may. Do you reckon Walt Disney can still blow out his candles? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the head. <laughs> if you saw sort of... him out once a year, let him blow out the candles. If you pull his arms apart and then push them back together, <laughs> <laughs> like bellows. <laughs> Happy death day! Happy death day to Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson was a baseball player. He was illiterate. He was a member of the Chicago White Sox in the 1919 when they lost the World Series, but when they were accused of cheating to lose the World Series. Shoeless what? Joe Jackson was probably the best baseball player in baseball at the time. Um, Surely he should have been in the brown socks. I mean, if you haven't got shoes on, your socks go brown, I can tell you. <laughs> Very quickly. Yes, in my house. Um, when they were accused of cheating, a child met him... Well, the story goes that a child met him outside the stadium and said, Say it ain't so, Joe. Oh. Um, it's like a Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Um, and he was banned from ever competing in baseball ever again. That was the end of his career. Despite oh. the fact that he always denied any involvement and all the other people involved in it said he wasn't involved either. Wow. He never got to play baseball again. Is that why he was shoeless? Like, what, known as no, shoeless? No, he was shoeless from when he was just starting out and he was wearing new shoes once and they hurt, so he took them off and ran around without them. That one day. <laughs> yeah, Do you think right. every time he'd be like, oh, shoeless! Be like, <laughs> one one day. time. <laughs> Why you never do that to trouserless over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oi, runny bum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Defecate on one table. <laughs> um, happy death day to Nelson Mandela. Um, yeah. And also <laughs> to uh, Pedro the Second of Brazil, who is known as Pedro the Magnanimous. He was the second and last monarch of Brazil. But you can you can be over magnanimous as a monarch. Well, he can because he was overthrown. He was overthrown. Had to get moved. Yeah, to no, Europe fair enough. There. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you take it. Yeah. That's yours. All, all the best. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the car. It's a good one. Good castle. <laughs> I'm coming much further forward in time. This time we've had whatever. What was yours? Thirteen eighty. Something. 1380, 1082. Let's 1360. Come all, 1360, 1082. Let's come all the way forward to 1484. All right, then. When Pope Innocent VIII deputised Heinrich Kramer and Jakob Spengler. Okay. 
to find witches in Germany. Oh, wow. And <laughs> this is particularly because Heinrich Kremer applied for the position because he was... He'd made himself inquisitor in uh, Bohemia, I think it was. And he... List any relevant experience. <laughs> Inquisiting. <laughs> I'm a very inquisitive man. Um, and he kept trying to get in on people's witch trials and they said, no, go away, we don't recognise your jurisdiction. So he wrote to the Pope and said, no, could you please tell them I am the best witch finder that there is? And the Pope said, yeah, whatever, fine. Wow. So he went round brandishing a piece of paper saying, I'm allowed to be in any witch trials, I'm allowed to um, cross and cross-examine witches, and he got very excited at the trial of Helena Schäuberin, who was accused of being a witch. She was accused of poisoning a local knight, and he went to the trial, but the only questions he asked her were about her sex life. Oh, and he kept on and on and on, until eventually they had to throw him out of the courtroom, but he wouldn't give it up. He kept thinking, what were you doing that day? Oh. Were you doing it clothes? What was the smell? Yes. Um, so yeah. everyone tried to get rid of Heinrich Kramer after that, so he went away and wrote Hammer of the Witches, the Malleus Maleficarum, which is a big book about why witches are terrible. Right. Anyway, that's my thing for the day. Which was used and abused mm. extensively, wasn't it? Yes, that's the, that's the book in... later on, which, uh, which was used as a, this is how you find witches, this is how you discover witches. It's mainly asking sexy questions. Right. Like Patty McGuinness, but from 1484. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember, nor sinky, nor stony. That's horrendous. That's what I'm proffering. Okay, well, I am not going to, uh, although I'm tempted to, mm -hmm. uh, celebrate the Civil Partnership Act of 2005, which mm -hmm. came into law on this day. Instead, uh, I'm going to roundly abuse that. <laughs> yes. What a terror! No. Uh, instead, I'm going to go to 1991. Mm. And on the 5th of December, then, something to celebrate, perhaps, um, Robert Maxwell's empire faces oh. bankruptcy. Mm. Uh, after his death, administrators uh, were called in to try to salvage the business empire, including the Mirror Group newspapers, uh, but it was a billion pounds in debt. Wow. Yeah. Pretty serious. And... Uh, yeah, that was that. I didn't really clock the whole Maxwell thing uh, when it happened. No, I mean, the thing that struck me was the... Was he the, fell off a boat. the pensions, wasn't he? What, did he fall off a boat? Yeah, he fell himself off a boat. Right. Knowing that he'd embezzled right. all of the pension fund and that it was a billion pounds still and a billion pounds worth okay. of debt. Okay. Right. I think. I mean, that's... A, yes. A, allegedly. Is that saying that makes it all right, doesn't it? Well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, but his daughter isn't, although she's yeah, in but... enough trouble of her own at the moment. OK, well, there you go. Yes, she's, <laughs> she's got quite a busy agenda. I don't think Ella <laughs> Timpot podcast is, is top of her to-do list. <laughs> Brilliant. Lovely. <clears throat> OK, well, your witch thing, you, you know, you've got the cool witch story. Thank you. This is an absolute trouncing. I'm mm. being routed. 6-2. This is horrific. Can I claw it back? I don't even yes, know I mean, you can. I don't know. You can claw it back to nothing means anything anymore. Yes, you can. You could win. I'm going to win. still win. Mate, I've got this. Join us tomorrow when I will thrash this man. <laughs> thrash him. Uh, in the meantime, if you could subscribe and share and rate and review and other alliterative things, that would be really brilliant. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Bye.